welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling life. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today my guest is Mi Elferson. Mi is the founder of the Vlog Academy, a vlog coach and a video producer with over 25 years experience from high-end film and TV. Mi is also an accomplished photographer and a UK country chair for the G100 Media Arts and Communication, a global organization working for gender equality. Mi is passionate about helping business owners become more visible online. Our topic today is increase your visibility and fast track your brand success. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Hi, me. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. It's my pleasure. So can you tell us a few words about yourself? Okay, so yeah, my name is Mi Elverson. I am Swedish by birth. That's why I have a bit of a strange name. It's not actually my real name from the start, but uh, that's what I go by. And I've lived almost half of my life away from Sweden. I've been in England for 23 years, and I now live in Brighton. And I am the founder of the Vlog Academy. I'm the creator of the iStorm community. I'm also the UK country chair of the G100 Media Arts and Communication, uh, which is a global organization. And I'm generally passionate about online marketing, video and visibility for small businesses and large organizations. Excellent. And today we talk about getting in front of camera and um, what stops us from getting in front of camera and what huge benefits there are to explore once we are in front of camera. Have you always, where did the idea for your business come from? Have you always been passionate about video work and, and video production? I've always been passionate about the moving in image, image and storytelling. I started with photography already as a 12-year-old. My father was, and well, he's still around, but he, he used to take a lot of photos. So he taught me the foundations. And from there, I, um, I guess it was a combination of theater, really, and photography. And I realized that that can be combined and we can make movies. So I uh, went into TV production and then uh, commercial production high very high-end commercial production and uh, documentaries and then I went back to still photography actually for a while when I had my baby and once he was a little bit more um, when he went to start school I started uh, getting back into video production and the whole scene had changed so that's when I realized that vlogging was a thing and mm. that it could be with very be done with very small means compared to what I was used to working with, with massive, huge teams. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which is a valid point, I suppose, because now uh, there's even less excuses to do it. <laughs> um, and I understand you're working with, like you mentioned before, with smaller businesses. So um, you work with both men and women. Uh, but my understanding is that uh, lots of your work is um, with women and um, and you have a number of products and services that are designed for women um, to help them become more camera confident and, um, and so on. And um, where did the idea... 
um, for that come from? Um, is it when you became a mom, you, you noticed women are less visible? Um, no, that, that's not quite where it started. I did notice okay. that and I noticed a certain insecurity in starting up your own business. Um, but the real shift came from, I, I do work with very large international organizations and companies as well. I do corporate workshops. Okay. Um, my training okay. and my online training is mostly uh, for small businesses. Um, but it was when I started doing the corporate workshops that I realized with a mixed group of both men mm -hmm. and women mm -hmm. um, with the same experience, same education, hopefully the same salary uh, and, uh, and the same title, if you like. They were all managers. They, they were all experts in what they were doing. But as soon as I brought out the camera and said, right, let's have a play. Let's uh, grab a microphone and get you in front of the camera. All the men stepped forward, grabbed a microphone and a light and, um, and went for it. And all the women literally took a step back. Mm. And they That's didn't him. want to be seen. So mm -hmm. that was uh, incredibly, it was actually really upsetting to see. Mm -hmm. and Being a woman, like, yes. Yeah. Um, and and okay yeah um which is why we one of the reasons why we're talking about this today so what do you think stops us women from getting in front of camera you know ella i think it goes back a long time um through history of time we have always um been on the support side rather mm -hmm. than the delivery side so we've had uh, male tribal leaders we've had the um, you know, all religious leaders have been men uh, teachers were only men for a long time we mm. have had to look up at the uh, the father in the house the husband even our brothers have been um, making sure that women remained in a position of serving and uh, just looking after everyone else, which, uh, which of course, was a, a big part of what we were doing. Um, but we haven't been entitled to an education. We haven't been invited to take part in decision-making. Um, so women haven't had a voice for many, many, many years. And it's only just now starting here in the Western world. And we're very fortunate to live in this part of the world where, mm. where we're allowed to have a voice and equal education and all of that. So I, I think that we're breaking free from all of that. But there, it comes with a lot of insecurities. And we've always had to play the part of... The, the trying to be the winning woman you know to get the man um, because it, mm. it was a means of survival so we had to look pretty we had to be sexy we had to be flirtatious to keep work husbands men <laughs> uh, engaged really but we okay. don't need to do that anymore but it's still so ingrained in us that to be successful in business we have to be all of that and of course, mm -hmm. social media isn't helping because we see all these, um, you know, very glossy uh, influencers who all are focused on the looks and mm -hmm. the surrounding. Whereas what I try and teach with what I do, the most important part is your message, of course, your knowledge to share that uh, to people who, who really need you. They need your expertise. It doesn't matter what you look like and where you exactly. live and what exactly. car you drive. Exactly. So I think you're making a very valid, valid point there. One that most of us don't realize when we consider um, creating videos. Um, 
there are so many things we have to offer in um, all of us individually um, in our businesses and the years of experience, um, expertise and our niche area. And and um, there is audience for all of that. Uh, it's just all about starting to become confident um, in front of camera and starting to spread the world and share your knowledge. That is so important. Making that first step, right? Um, and then everything what follows doesn't feel I know from my experience it doesn't feel that bad it actually feels quite good and and the more you you do that the more confident you become it which is be incredibly uplifting and rewarding and and it's quite a powerful journey as well because you learn a lot about yourself on the way Exactly. Um, so I, it's very interesting to hear um, what stops us uh, to get in front of camera. I also think from a psychology point of view, I think there is a lot about, um, well, there was, of course, the societal pressure to always be in the background and in a supportive role. But there is also the, the concept of self-worth and self-esteem that plays a huge role. And I talk about this in some of my other um, videos and podcast interviews where um, it actually takes women on average two to two and a half years to have the confidence she had before having kids. Um, and, and that is huge. And that is based on the international research. So I think we change our identity so much when we become mothers <clears throat> and wives that uh, we forget about who we truly are and what we truly desire. Um, and we kind of subconsciously, but also consciously put ourselves second. And that is not the best place to start from when you are considering doing video work. Would you exactly. agree with that? I completely agree. It's very true. And I've been there myself. I completely lost my confidence after having a child. And I've been out of work uh, environment for many years. And it was very, very hard to get back into it. Mm -hmm. um, and um, another question I have for you here. Um, what are the, based on your experience, what are the most common issues we face in our businesses that video um, and social media vlogging can fix? Uh, what they can fix. Um, so, what, so how can videos help us promote ourselves and our businesses? Yeah, so video is considered the most powerful marketing, online marketing tool you can have at the moment. Uh, and it is uh, because of two main things. Um, mm -hmm. One is that uh, people love video. <laughs> we actually really love yeah. watching video. Many people would prefer to watch a video than to read a document. So mm. um, we gain more information in a quicker way. And we also retain more information when we watch a video. And that's why e-learning is so big now, because we can mm. learn in our own time and in our own space. Um, and, and video is also multi-layered. So you get sound, you have audio, you have the image, you can have graphic design, you can have music, you have a person that you connect with, um, you have a voice that you might resonate with and, and a lot of things going on exactly. in that frame. Yeah. So it has a lot of depth. Um, but also the other thing is that the social media algorithms 
uh, love a video. And those are the little courses that work underneath uh, all of these social media places, including Google as well. So they select what um, posts, what content should be pushed forward and what is held back. So Mm -hmm. I call them the promoters and and the bouncers because sometimes they don't let people's posts through. Um, So they love video. So when you do a video, it has a much higher potential to get seen by your audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Full stop. So even that is worth doing video uh, rather than just writing a text. And even a text with an image doesn't go as far. So, yeah, if you want to grow your audience, if you want to be seen, um, then that that is the way to go forward. You would waste your time if you didn't do videos, to be honest. So it's a no-brainer. And um, and also, not only for social media, but people are more likely to click through on an email if you have a video attached. If you have a video on your landing page on your website, people are much lo- uh, more likely to stay longer on your website and have a look around. Um, so it's it's a very powerful tool to lead mm-hmm. people into the next step. Mm-hmm. And, and also a, a much wider spread if you do yeah. um, start create regular vi- videos people are also going to get um, gain you've got to gain trust and credibility when you start sharing your expertise again and again and people see you show up as an expert they're going to regard you as an expert so next time they need something um, what you offer they're going to come to you because they have seen you and you have established that trust and connection yeah um, so that um, sorry yeah, a, a lot of positive things with video. Those are just a few of them. Mm. Um, and I, I think that also when you grow an audience, when you do start working with video in the right way on social media, um, you get a returning audience. And if you're in business, mm. you know that it's always a returning audience that is more likely to buy into more products and the more expensive products as well, yes. because you have gained their, their trust already. Mm-hmm, right, exactly. So I, I love what you said there. It's all very valid. Um, and I think one thing that um, uh, to me personally was very, was standing out is the credibility and being perceived as an expert. And I, I think what's worth adding here is that um, many of us feel like we are expert. We're starting a business. We feel like an expert in our own head right um and we think well i'm doing this because i know about this but the thing you're forgetting about is that the whole world doesn't know that and and if you start creating videos about what you know and about what your business does and about how your products and services can help but not just from a marketing point of view but discussing the larger problem that your business focuses on um in fixing discussing perhaps mental health in families or discussing um women uh, equality inequality at work or work life balance for for working parents if you share your knowledge and and discuss those topics openly um as a free content you really do gain that credibility over time and and you are getting returning audience who subscribe to your um to your um, products and services in your channel and are more likely to buy from you but i think specifically that bit that we know we are an expert but we are something stopping us from just you know unleashing that energy from us and 
and giving it to the world because we, I think we are afraid that we are going to be judged. I think that's part of it. Like there is a fear of judgment. There is a fear of um, uh, being perceived not being good enough um, and, and many other subconscious beliefs that are kicking in here that are all coming back to our childhood, which we need addressing. Uh, but yeah, very interesting topic and very interesting conversation indeed. Um, and I'm not sure, to be honest, that everyone knows they are an expert. And an expert is actually a very big word. You know, yeah. you, it takes a lot to become an expert. Um, so I think it's a bit of a trend word as well. But we certainly know our stuff. But what allows us to believe in that as women is the return we get from our clients and our audience more than anything else. And the quickest way to believe that you are an expert, to use that word, is when you do a yeah. video and people come back to you, even if it's one person and they say, yeah. I loved your video, that was so helpful. I was really battling with something and, and you really helped me. That can really give you a, a, a confidence much bigger than you had before. Um, yeah. So it's a, a route to feel like an expert. Yes, I, yeah, I, I think that's very fair. Um, what would you say, me, um, if somebody considers becoming more visible and perhaps they want to, they do want to share their knowledge and, and expertise, um, what would you say um, their first steps should be in that direction? What would you advise them to do first? So first of all, I think a lot of people are afraid of niching themselves. They want to talk to the whole world. And that, in my opinion, there's varied opinion, but I don't believe that it's a good thing to be too broad because I think we all resonate with certain people and we choose those and we stick to them. Mm -hmm. um, so the more you can niche yourself, you will be talking directly to the people who, who are attracted to what you can help them with. So the clearer an image you have of your audience, your target audience and your ideal customer the better it is um, and then when you know those just talk to them and forget about the rest of the world and that's going to make you um, mm -hmm. feel more relaxed in front of the camera as well and feel like you have more of a personal conversation like we are now you and me we're not talking to a massive audience out there yeah uh, we're just having a conversation um, and also remembering that people might be listening with their headphones on on the beach or you know on the train so it is a personal conversation you're not shouting to the back of the room um to a larger audience yeah so once you know your who you are talking to you need to start from their perspective really mm -hmm. and ask them literally go and ask them what do you need right now what what are you struggling with how can i help um and then focus on those things and also focus on what you enjoy more than anything else. If there yeah. is an interest sphere of yours within what you do, that's where you're going to be your best. That's where you're thriving. That's where you're going to blossom. That's when you're going to be shining more than in any other. If you start with something really complicated because you want to show off, um, you're probably just going to stumble and fall. So start with the easy stuff. And it doesn't have to be long. People go mm. on forever. But if you can save yourself time, and the viewer time by giving some short information. It's a win-win and they've learned something in a short time. So it's really, it's a really great way to do shorter videos as well and mixed with other things. Um, so that is the start of it. And I guess 
you need to uh, select some content categories to make sure that it works, that you don't also go off track, yeah. um, that you are aligned with your own values, your core values and your brand values, and that the topic is, is correct for your brand and your business, because it's very easy to go off uh, on uh, unknown tracks and trails with social media because you pick up on what you should be doing, and it's actually yeah. not really your topic even mm. so uh, just sticking to your expertise really so that was going to be my next question what are the most common mistakes people make once they mm -hmm. do get in front of camera and, and you already kind of uh, touched on that which is uh, one of them was to not staying uh, within your niche area and specializing in what you know most of or what you are most passionate about but what would you say are other common mistakes people make when they get in front of camera i think it's very common on social media to oversell to use mm -hmm. it just as a promotional you know selling tool so what we used to see on television were ads and the best ones were really fun stories right and that's what social media is all about it's called social for a reason it is a social yeah. platform you know about connections and and we know now at the moment we are really discovering the power of storytelling so it's a brilliant platform for that um so not holding up an item and say this is 4.99 buy it now here's the link uh, but telling the story that we were talking about before about those transformational um, you know, the, the, the stories of transformation and success that your clients, not that you've had, but your customers have experienced thanks to your support, whether you are your product yourself, maybe your service is a product, or if you have a physical product that you're selling. Mm. So it's really important to use storytelling. And that's also why it's great for women, because we've always been great storytellers. We've taught mm our children through storytelling even if we read them stories bedtime stories there, there's a uh, you know moral ending or there's a, something within it to learn from so we're good at that and we often also don't like selling we don't like we hate cold selling we want to know that there's value attached and by going out regularly telling these stories as we call them uh, building up credibility and trust um, that that for us feels better as well because we know that people are buying into the whole concept. They're not just, you know, yeah. being flogged an item. Yes. This has been such pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for your time. Um, Always a joy to talk about this. It's my big, big love and passion. If anyone wants to find you and find out more about your courses and your products, uh, where is the best place to find you, me? The best way to start is really to do my crash course in video blogging, in smartphone vlogging, really. It's for business owners and it will give you the whole foundation in a really swift uh, online course. So uh, all my training is available on vlogacademy.com. So vlogacademy.com. And I'm on social media under at um, the vlog academy. Excellent. I'll make sure to include the link to your um, course in my show notes. Thank you so much for your time. And I wish you a lovely rest of the day. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. 
See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, where we will discuss how to improve your love life.